Does true crime make you cringe with satisfaction? Does having a space to openly discuss sex entice you? What about horror films and paranormal encounters? Maybe a little laugh to start your day? Listen in every Tuesday where I, Ralph Anthony, share my thoughts and input on all things true crime, sex, horror, LGBTQ plus topics, and paranormal. Now with more horror and sex. With listeners submitted questions, 911 calls, and the very spicy listeners submitted hookup horror stories. Scream Queer Podcast. Available on most podcasting platforms. Scream Queer Podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. Listener discretion is advised. It was a Netflix and chill kind of night. I can't remember exactly what the movie was that we were watching. However, I wasn't there for the movie. I'm laying there. My friend at the time, who was my Netflix and chill date, proceeds to go down on me. Everything was enjoyable. It was enjoyable until I involuntarily received a Prince Albert. A Prince Albert is a piercing of a penis. Apparently, the Prince Albert wore extremely tight pants in order to position his penis a certain way. He pierced it, adding more weight so he could position it more aesthetically. That wasn't the case for mine. Instead, in my situation, it turned out to be the bracket of my friend's braces. On the bracket, there had been a wire sticking out. While he was performing oral, that wire went straight into my dick. There was blood gushing. My boner, gone. I was pretty scared that I was going to have to go to the emergency room with the bloody penis. Luckily, it stopped after a while. I was traumatized. I never looked back until his teeth were straight and the braces were removed. Submit your questions to ScreamQueerCast at gmail.com or by submitting them to the Instagram at ScreamQueerPodcasts and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe. Welcome to the Scream Queer Podcast with Ralph Anthony. The following content contains topics describing graphic violence, strong sexual content, explicit language, and elements that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Just a bite.
One Valentine's Day, I had a date with this guy I was talking to on the gay dating site, Adam for Adam. This happened a few years ago, but still gives me the creeps and is why I no longer use dating apps or go on dating sites. At first, the date was going rather well. Smooth, good conversation, some laughs, good food. What could go wrong? After dinner, we did the usual. Grabbed some dessert. We even bitched a little about how busy everything was because of Valentine's Day. Then, we caught a late night movie. It was meh, and I can't remember what exactly it was. Finally, we end up heading over to his place. For a small portion, the conversation continued to be great. We talked about our work. I was finishing up school around this time and was getting by by working at a pretty popular restaurant chain. He was also in school and working construction. I was really attracted to him. I found myself wanting him. I planned to make a move. Then suddenly, he had a switch. He was just staring at me. I asked him if he was okay. He said he was amazing. Then he asked me if meeting up and going on dates with random people on apps ever made me nervous. I responded, no. Then he starts to ask me some pretty dark, fucked up questions. What would happen if I died on this date? I smirked. As someone with a dark sense of humor, I appreciated this. Had he been joking? What would you do with my body? Okay, now my palms are sweating. Would you hold me until the ambulance arrived? I respond with, Why are you asking me these questions? He responds, Can I use cement to bury a body? I don't know, aren't you the one who builds shit for a living? I reply. The final straw was when he started to laugh uncontrollably, then asked, wouldn't it be strange if you just disappeared tonight? I begin to back away, and he leans in for a kiss. I push him away and ask him, what drugs is he on? He responds with, I was just trying to make things interesting. Then he grabs me again, pulls me closer, and starts to kiss my neck. When I tell you how fast I decked him in the face once I felt his teeth on my neck. I exit his place, get in my car and drive away. When I return home, I had messages from him, but I looked past them. I block him, delete my account, and I haven't used a dating app since. Don't go into strangers' homes on the first date. The Mystery of the Traveling Pants During a certain period of my life, I was working at a very popular fast food restaurant. It was my first job and I wasn't very responsible. Mind you, minimum wage at this time was 625. 
I was talking to this guy and would often drive a 35 to 40 mile distance to pick him up and drop him back off. We weren't officially dating. We weren't even friends with benefits. Sometime at the end of January, beginning of February, I was fired from my last job. Still living off my previous check, I was looking forward to my termination check. After all, Valentine's Day was around the corner. Knowing damn well I didn't have any more income coming in, I still went out and bought this guy a lot of shit. My intention was to surprise him. I never mentioned anything about it until the day of. About a week prior to Valentine's Day, he came over. Everything seemed normal. He spent the night. Between then and Valentine's Day, I started to notice a pair of pants was missing. Not just any pair, but my favorite pair. I was searching for them everywhere. I couldn't figure out how I misplaced a pair of jeans. On Valentine's Day, I did the usual when it came to spending time with him. I drove the 40 minutes, I picked him up, and I handed him his Valentine goodies. As the day progressed, I noticed the pants he was wearing. These pants seemed very familiar. They resembled the exact same pants I had been searching for. The pants that mysteriously went missing. So I looked at him and said, Oh my gosh, I had a pair just like that. They recently went missing. He became so nervous and then proceeded to make up some ass-backward story about how some friend gifted those to him. I was done. I cut our day short, took him back to his place, and cut him off. When I cut ties with him, he didn't even question it. The days after all of this, I came to the realization that I was the one putting in all the effort, who was always initiating everything. The only time it was him was when it was a favor he needed. Then he would reach out. I know that he knew that I knew he was a thief. I was so angry at myself for basically spending the last of my hard-earned money on him. February 14th, the time, 4.35 p.m. Hello? Yes, I'm on the 101 freeway. Okay. I'm in the Mercedes. I'm on Allison's side, and you won't let me. Okay, who is it that you're with, and what exit or off-ramp are you near? Where are you near on the 101? 
Okay, can you give me an exit in Santa Barbara? <laughs> Are you at Seaward, ma'am? Are you south of Seaward? The 911 call you have just heard was made by former American Idol judge and pop star Paula Abdul. Paula called 911 on Valentine's Day in 2011. I want to go home, and he won't let me. Are you going to drop me off? Because I have emergency on the phone. He's dropping me off. About an hour later, authorities finally got in touch with Paula. Paula and the guy were near Santa Barbara when an epic argument erupted on the highway. Police would arrive at Paula's house looking for more answers. When they arrived, they stated that Paula appeared to be in great spirits and fine. She was asked if she wanted to file charges, but Paula declined. A spokesperson for Paula would issue a statement to tabloid media outlet TMZ. Arguments with loved ones are oftentimes heated. After the call was made, everything was worked out. My only issue with this call was how long the police took to respond. A lot can happen in an hour. And had this been a domestic violence situation, anything could have happened. If you remember back to last week's 911 call, you can hear how bad these domestic violence situations can turn out. I'm glad it worked out okay, but this could have ended a lot worse, you guys. Regardless if she said she was fine while on the phone, there should have been some action taken a lot quicker. Alright, Screamers, it's about that time again. It is time to answer some of your questions. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Good friend of mine is gay. He made a move on me, groped me even, and wanted to give me head. I didn't want to hurt him, but I'm definitely not gay. How would you suggest I address it for any future instances i'm an ally because my sister is a lesbian but i don't want to offend anyone but this made me feel extremely uncomfortable this is honestly probably one of the biggest issues that occurs quite often in the gay community i've heard and have seen a lot of gay men think that because straight men go into their so-called territory, whether that be a gay club or a gay bar, etc., that they can just start being grabby-grabby without consent. And in your case... I'm not sure what led to 
whatever ha- like had happened but that is not okay and these things should not be okayed or laughed at or dismissed this is assault pretty much regardless if you're a woman or you're a man or just whoever like this behavior is not okay to do on anyone and i would really pull your friend aside and just be completely transparent just let them know hey i was really uncomfortable when you touched me inappropriately without my consent the other day it was uncalled for and just let them know like if this behavior continues and you don't see an improvement and you don't see respect then you're gonna probably have to distance yourself from them because once again like people are going to jail because of actions like this haven't you heard of the whole harvey weinstein situation like touching people sexually without their consent is just not okay and i don't know i feel like there are just a lot of situations like this that come up and it gives gay people a bad name like i i hate to say it but this is why a lot of people like did you guys hear about allegedly those two gay dads who were filming sexually explicit content with their adopted sons like it was so sick the story was so sick and it made me feel sick to my stomach and angry at the same time because here we are fighting for equality and fighting to be taken seriously and then stories like this come out and we're like fuck this is only setting us back but I really do hope that things work out with you and your friend. Honestly, I would just be very careful. Who's to say that they won't pull this again? Just really, really, really set your boundaries and make it clear of what's okay and what's not because clearly that wasn't talked about or you never had those boundaries up. But at the same time, this person should not have went that far. So best advice is just to just be transparent and pull them aside and let them know this is not okay hi anthony i am loving the podcast i love how honest you are and you're fucking hilarious my question is how do you know when you're outgrowing a family member or a friend oh my goodness uh well this is some very familiar territory for me uh i just it starts with your mindset and where you are in life now a lot of people might call this being fake it might be branded as oh they're just hanging out with the new crowd and they're trying to be like them but no like you genuinely should be growing and having some sort of character development as you get older because 
in my experience, everything that I have gone through in my early 20s, in my mid 20s, my late 20s, molded me into the person that I am today as a 32 year old gay man. I've grown so much and it sucks to say that I've seen quite a few people in my life not really match me where I'm at and I'm not I'm not in no way shape or form saying that I am better I am just saying that where I'm at mentally in life uh it it's not matching with those people where they are mentally in their life and that's okay that is totally fine because we are all on our own paths however if you're not going to keep up with the things that I believe in, my values, just right from wrong, maturity, just being a good fucking human being, then I'm going to leave your ass in the dust. I'm sorry to say it. that's just how the cookie crumbles because this, like having to have like a very regressive mentality it becomes very exhausting for those people in your life that actually want to grow and work on themselves and i just i want my friends and family to know that when i say that i'm trying to work on myself and be a better version of who i used to be i really fucking mean that i want to live peacefully i want to live without having any issues with people I want to live, I just want to be happy, honestly. And I felt like making these changes for myself would help me to achieve happiness. It just really sucks how some people's mentality and their, their train of thoughts are just so outdated and it, and so toxic I, like you need to be growing in your life to see some shit happen and i <laughs> i i don't even know if i answered this question properly but like actually i i do because if you've if you felt how i've been like what i've been saying then that's how you know that you're outgrowing people if these people are not matching with you then you've outgrown them and like i said it's okay maybe you can have these conversations with them to let them know or you can just distance yourself from them because there are just some people out there who just fucking exhaust the fuck out of you and drain your energy and drain just everything and i'm like you're not you're like you wanna you wanna fucking be there for them but it is just so hard because the shit that is thrown at you is just so heavy and sometimes even very repetitive i have been enjoying your podcast from the beginning it's so cool to see someone from my hometown doing something in my opinion fucking cool i want to pick your brain about gay culture a little bit what are some stereotypes and misconceptions about the LGBTQ plus community you want your listeners to understand? That is a good fucking question. People thinking that 
gay people or any person from the LGBTQ plus community are perverts. Like, what is it that everyone's just like, oh, like, I'm tired of them trying to spread and trying to put their agenda in people's heads about being pedophiles and being just perverted because I can tell you, I have seen my fair share of traditional heterosexual people who are the most fucking disgusting people on this planet. So the fact that gay and lesbian, bi, trans, non-binary, all of the above are being labeled as perverts, it's just complete bullshit. What it is, is people labeling something that they don't understand, that they don't agree with, that they don't want to grow and uh, try to understand. They're labeling it something because they just want to label it something, if that makes sense. So definitely that. Another one would be, (laughs) this is a pretty basic one, but do you guys remember... For my my gay boys out there, do you remember growing up and having like a ton of girlfriends and just them talking about like, oh, well, because in my experience, one of my friends had told me like, oh, man, is it true that you're gay before I like came out? And I was like, no, I'm not gay. And she was like, that would be cool because it'd be fun to have a gay friend to go shopping with and do this. Like, bitch, I don't like shopping not all gay people like shopping okay (laughs) i fucking hate it i hate shopping i do all online shopping if i have to go into the store i go in and i get out like when i used to go with some of my girlfriends to the mall and shit no let's fucking go i don't want to be here they would be taking their sweet time going through every freaking hanger every rack trying shit on like i want to get what i want to get and get the fuck out I hate shopping. So not all gay men like to shop, ladies. Just something to think about. So I have recently been talking to this guy. A little backstory. I have had feelings for him for years. However, he was always in a relationship. When they finally broke up, we connected. However, he tends to disappear for one to two weeks without contact or responses to my text or calls then when he does return it it's usually a sorry i was busy with work and family we aren't exclusive but i feel like i've been waiting for him to be single only for it to be like this should i continue to pursue or move on move on.org nothing good is going to come from this he's either seeing another girl or he's either back with his ex it's probably one of the most tales as oh this time like this happened so many times girl and i want to i want to say that the outcome is always the same he either has another girlfriend or he's just back with his ex and trying to have his cake and eat it too with you so my best fucking advice would be to move on and don't waste your time because if you've listened to the last like 14 15 episodes i do like to say that our life is short we are only given one life so don't waste your time what is it 
that we are so attracted to these people who treat us like shit, completely dismiss us, and don't give us the time of day. Because trust me, girl, I was right there with you at one point. And there comes a time when you have to really respect yourself and not put yourself through these situations you are worth so much more we are worth so much more than these shitty people like make us feel like don't pursue it let it go i know it seems like you've been waiting like a lifetime to be with him but don't waste your time it's not going to be worth it unless 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 there's really something going on but maybe you should talk to him and like let him know how you feel that it's not okay to disappear for weeks on hand like and then just pop back in like nothing especially not responding to texts or calls like come on nobody is that busy that they can't respond a simple everything's good i can't talk i need a few days to myself that's all you gotta fucking say that's all you gotta fucking say Because I'm big on communication. I'm real big on that shit. And it fucking just irks me when people don't know how to fucking communicate. Like, it is not that difficult to communicate. I get it. I get it. We all go through shit. Everyone is going through shit. But you don't have to be an asshole to other people because you are going through a hard time. Communicate. So, if you want to talk to him and just put it all out on the table what your intentions are maybe get what his intentions are go for it but what you're telling me sounds like a typical story of a guy who wants his cake and to eat it too so good luck with that girl or guy whoever sent this but i love you okay just know that i love you for listening on that note you guys i'm getting a little bit too passionate here because I uh, these questions have me like on the edge of my seat here so with all of that said I am going to let you go and live the rest of your life until next week but I love you all so much please 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 have a safe and fun and sexy valentine's day I love you so much. Until next time, I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye.